This is the Courtney for Life podcast. Simple, real, and relatable audio bits on lifestyle, nutrition, and fitness. Grab a plate of tacos and let's chat. Strong friends, what is going on? We are digging into how to understand what effective reps are. Now, I have a really good base of knowledge when it comes to fitness because of seven years of being a personal trainer, having in-person training experience for those first three years, and I have coached over 400 women online. My knowledge and coaching skills have amplified over the last six months through hiring and teaching my assistant coaches. I've been able to improve my communication, my language, my connection, and my cues. And recently, I trained my newest assistant coach, who is a training-only coach, so we really have been emphasizing fitness and writing training programs. Now, one really important topic that we talked about was reps and sets. How to know what rep range is most effective or how many sets to give a client. And I want to expand on the importance of not only reps, but effective reps. Because that's a huge error I see with coaching and with clients. And when we can improve this error, we can really take our training to the next level. I've talked about hypertrophy a dozen and a half times, but for anyone new here, hypertrophy is pushing your muscle fibers past their current abilities, which cause them to tear, and then when we refuel and recover is when they grow back bigger and stronger. That's basically what we do with resistance training. And we can talk about hypertrophy all we want, but still, I would say about 80% of gym goers still don't actually know how to get to this point in training. They get confused with getting tired, and they think that they're actually hitting hypertrophy. I'll touch on this a bit more soon. Now, hypertrophy doesn't have a black and white rep range that it needs to stay within. It's incredibly individualized and it's going to change depending on how experienced the athlete is. And I say athlete specifically because there are people who truly push their bodies to specifically force physical changes and really need to hit hypertrophy in nearly every single workout. For the general population, probably 90% of people listening to this episode, hypertrophy could more so be in a very broad rep range because it might take someone 12 or 15 reps to actually achieve hypertrophy, whereas an athlete, it could honestly take five or six. It's not the sets or the rep ranges, it's about the effectiveness of every single rep that we perform. We can generally achieve hypertrophy in anywhere from five to 20 reps, or maybe even more, but that depends on the training experience, as I mentioned. One big differentiating factor is how we each perceive failure, like RPE or intensity. A beginner is going to get tired and think they are truly fatigued a lot quicker than an advanced lifter. Most gen pop lifters, those who do it for lifestyle, that don't have an in-person trainer, only tap into about 60% of their potential and they limit themselves. They don't know their real limits though. This is all like, they, they have no understanding and no concept of this. And although we don't need to push to the limit every single time, there needs to be an understanding of where our limits really are and we usually need to get close to them. Fatigue and hypertrophy are not the same. You can get tired from 20 reps, but still not achieve hypertrophy. When an athlete, on the other hand, will know how to push to real max or failure and can adapt a lot quicker within a set and therefore needing less reps to achieve hypertrophy. It's okay if we don't know what true failure is like. I'm not saying that all gen pop lifters need to go find their real failure points or hit their one rep maxes, but it can be a helpful tool if used properly. So to better understand effective reps, we first need to better understand what hypertrophy is. Then we need to understand the difference between fatigue and hypertrophy. Once we know the difference, we need to focus so intently on every single rep within the sets 
and move our body and muscles in a way that encourages hypertrophy to make every single rep more effective. When I write client programs and how I encourage this with my assistant coaches is that a more beginner client isn't able to understand hypertrophy and that's okay. So we encourage a higher rep range and therefore increase the likelihood of hypertrophy. But then we run the risk of a client just getting tired, which isn't exactly the same thing. So to wrap all of this up and to give you one big takeaway, we need to understand what effective reps are. Effective reps are the ones that count that can encourage and increase the likelihood of hypertrophy. For most people, that means we need a higher rep range. For more advanced lifters, we can get away with less reps as long as the intention and focus are clear. Now, that being said, I would definitely not consider myself a beginner lifter, but I still hit 12, 15, 20 reps in some exercises, depending on what my program is. So I'm not saying indefinitely, like if you're a beginner, you have to do a higher rep range. Advanced lifters can do higher rep ranges too, but what I'm saying is it is more likely for a beginner to need a higher rep range in order to actually potentially hit hypertrophy. So if you found this episode useful, please screenshot and share on your IG stories, subscribe to my podcast, and leave me a rating and review. And if you want to go above and beyond, you can always return the love by donating some tacos to me. The link for that is in my bio, and I promise all of those go to really good use. I hope you found this episode useful and we'll chat later, strong friends. Thanks for being here. There are so many ways you can show me your support, like subscribing, take a screenshot and share this on Instagram or send me a taco donation.